Refuse to be average. Let your heart soar as high as it will. A.W. Tozer. You're listening to the Think Twice TV podcast. And this was night and day different than anything I had ever experienced. I was humbled and even embarrassed. I really felt God knocking on the door. You know, I was an atheist and I thought that science was the right way and anything else was just silly. It was just, you know, like fairy tale really is what I thought. God had a plan for my life. I believe when we lose our life is when we find the life that God wants us to have. Hola, shalom, and jambo. Welcome to the podcast. I am your hardworking host, Dan Henderson. If you're new to the Think Twice TV podcast, make sure to go back and listen to our previous episodes. This show centers around true life stories or testimonies, stories of faith and discovery, lives that have overcome great obstacles, and now encourage and uplift others. We have also a new segment called the Heavyweights of Faith, brief biographies of great believers who changed the world. To name a few that we'll be featuring, we have uh, D.L. Moody, Amy Carmichael, Charles Spurgeon, and many more. Now look, I know you're very busy out there, so let's get right into the content. This true life story is from a really cool young lady, and it's simply entitled, I Found Jesus. I came to a place of just utter emptiness and really humility probably for the first time up until that point in my life. One day I got on my knees and I just put my hands out and I prayed sincerely to God. I just said, God, if you're real, I want to know you. And what I meant by that is like, I want to know you on your terms, God. Like, will you reveal yourself to me as you really are? And the next day I had my eyes closed and I had a very clear vision of the feet of Jesus. And it was so strange because I knew in my heart, like everything in me just knew this was Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It wasn't Christ consciousness. It wasn't an ascended master. It was the feet of Jesus and they were so beautiful. There was this love raining down on me. It was like light and love. And as this love rained down on me, it was like it was cleansing some very deep, deep darkness and pain that had been so embedded in my soul, but it was just washing it away and I could feel it. And it was almost like excruciating love and joy. It was almost painful. It was so beautiful. I tried to look up at his face, but it was just so bright. It was like the sun. I couldn't look up. So I was just content to look at his feet. It was the first time I had ever felt love in my whole life. It was like there was a void in my heart I'd walked around with for 29 years up until this point that only God could fill. And he filled me that day. (laughs) This love is so hard to put into words or try to convey in any human expression, but it was it was everything that I had ever been searching for in my whole life in a person. And at this moment, I knew that Jesus was more than a man, that he was God, and that he was and is who he says he is. After this experience of just having all of this deep darkness washed out of me, the next few days, I noticed a drastic change in my life. I woke up realizing that I didn't have this blanket of depression. I had no more suicidal thoughts. All those PTSD kind of flashbacks were completely gone. My social anxiety that was 
terrible for, for many years was gone. I had this joy and lightness of heart that I had tried so hard to cultivate within myself through so many hours of meditation, through um, journeys into psychedelic and plant medicines, through every avenue of spirituality, um, philosophy, psychology that you can imagine. And this was night and day different than anything I had ever experienced. I had never known how to love people up until this point. Like, I was incapable of loving. I didn't know how to love anyone because I didn't feel any love for myself. But there was just this continual outflowing, like rivers of living water flowing from my heart. And I just couldn't contain it. I started reading the Bible and the Gospels and the words were just becoming illuminated through the Holy Spirit to me. I just remember reading the account of Jesus going to the cross and it affected me so much, so deeply. I'd heard the story before and I just remember reading about when he was on the cross and he had been so humiliated and so shamed and laughed at and beaten beyond recognition. You couldn't even recognize who he was anymore. His beard pulled out, his face spit upon, people telling him, pull yourself down if you're God, you, you can pull yourself down. And he was just there on the cross and he looked to his father and he just said, forgive them. They know not what they do. And at that moment, when I read those words and I really got it, I understood forgiveness and I was able to receive true forgiveness for the first time and extend that forgiveness to others. And I became free in my heart. These last three years have been such a journey with God. I can't say I have everything figured out. There are parts of Christianity and church that I don't fully understand. But if I were to give you one message today, and this was my last day to tell you anything, it might be, we don't ever know what tomorrow's gonna bring. It would be that Jesus Christ is real. He's real and that he is love. And he's not what people have said he is. He's not what religion has said that he is. He's not what people that have hurt you with religion have said that he is. He is love and he is so real and his design is to literally install his very nature and DNA into us. It's a great exchange. It's such a mystery and it's so deep, but it's real. And I urge you, my friend, to look deeper into Jesus. I just invite you to look at him. This is not just my testimony. This is your invitation into knowing God. And my prayer for you today is that you would just look unto Jesus. So many things and gifts happened in my life. That sciatica that I had just completely healed. So many miracles of love in my family, in my body, in my mental health. But all of that pales in comparison to knowing that I'm never alone again, that God is literally in me and around me and with me, and that I get to fellowship with Him Every moment of the day, He's always available. When I turn to Him, His mercy is always there to meet me throughout the ups and downs of my walk with Him. He has never left me or forsaken me for a moment. I believe this is a time when true Christianity will blossom and people will come to see Jesus. And once you see Him and behold Him and see His beauty and how loving and how merciful and real and deep He is, you will never want to drink from any other well. One of my first responses when I met Jesus was kind of a disbelief, not at what I was seeing or experiencing, but no one had ever shared Jesus with me before. I had met Christians in my life, but I had never felt this kind of love that I was feeling emanating from them. But my message is to you just to go past those, those gates that people have put up around him 
Go towards him, just look towards him. Let him reveal himself to you. And if you're a Christian brother or sister watching this, my invitation for you is just to go deeper. And I feel like many times we can start to attain so much knowledge in the things around God, but Jesus loses his centrality in our lives. Invite the Holy Spirit to teach you. Throw off self-striving and self-efforts. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. Thank you so much for listening to this testimony. And I pray that you don't see it as just something that's happened to me because it's absolutely not. This is for each and every soul that was ever created to come back into our true identity as children of God in this time. Life is hard, but you don't have to go it alone. If you need prayer, encouragement, or just someone to talk to, message our host, Dan Henderson, confidentially at thinktwicetv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, enter the ring with us as we explore the lives of average people who became extraordinary leaders through the power and presence of God. Welcome to Heavyweights of the Faith, brief biographies of great believers who changed the world. A.W. Tozer was an American pastor, author, and spiritual mentor whose work has greatly impacted many of today's Christian leaders. He was born in Aidan Wilson Tozer to impoverished parents in Western Pennsylvania in 1897. At age 15, his parents moved to Akron, Ohio, where Tozer worked at a tire company. Tozer heard a street preacher say that all one needed to do to be saved was call on God and say, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. That night, Tozer prayed a simple prayer and turned his life over to the Lord. Just five years later, without any formal theological training, Tozer became a pastor of a small Christian Missionary Alliance Church. In 1928, Tozer became the pastor of Southside Alliance Church in Chicago. A.W. Tozer was slight-statured and soft-spoken, but his lively wit and eloquent speaking style helped him convey deep spiritual truths. Being self-taught, he attended neither high school or college. He read a wide variety of books in religion, philosophy, literature, and poetry. Tozer believed that sermons should challenge both the intellect, the mind, and the soul, the heart. Since the sermons were never merely academic or theoretical, but always practical, he had a way of getting to the heart of what was most important. The church grew steady from 80 to 800 congregants in 11 years. Eventually, Tozer was given two honorary degrees, one in 1950 from Wheaton College and one in 1952 from Houghton College. Also in 1950, A.W. Tozer took a role as editor in the Alliance Weekly, the denomination's magazine. This role gave him a natural platform, and his popularity grew as he wrote installments for the publication. In 1951, Tozer also began a weekly radio broadcast, which increased his influence. After serving as pastor at Southside Alliance for 30 years, A.W. Tozer answered the call to Pastor Avenue Road Church in Toronto, Canada. He continued serving as editor of the magazine while pastoring until his death on May 12, 1963. His supreme interest in life was God. He was delighted to speak of God's majesty, wonder, and grace. He believed man's duty was to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Tozer continually sought to encourage others to make following God the purpose of their lives. He lived a simple, non-materialistic lifestyle with his wife and seven children never ever owning a car. In fact, Tozer signed away most of his royalties from his books to those in need. Over 60 books bear his name, but most of them were completed after his death 
from the sermons he preached and the articles he wrote. Many of the books teach the importance of a deeper relationship with God and the need to abandon worldly comforts in order to follow Christ more wholeheartedly. Two of A.W. Tozer's books, The Pursuit of God and the Knowledge of the Holy, are considered to be Christian classics. Some have called Tozer a 20th century prophet. Others have described him as an evangelical mystic for his emphasis on developing the inner life. Tozer talked about the need for a deeper knowledge of God. Many current Christian leaders credit Tozer and his works for the important influence on their lives, beliefs, and current works. The music group The Barlow Girls published a compilation of stories in 2011 from 59 artists, writers, and leaders who have been influenced by Tozer. Their book included stories from Charles Swindoll, Randy Elkhorn, Darlene Sheck, Joni Erickson Tata, Cynthia Held, and Bruce Wilkerson, among others. At his funeral, Tozer's only daughter said, I can't be sad. I know my dad's happy. He lived for this all of his life. And indeed, his life has been spent in prayer and study, pursuing a more intimate relationship with God. His epitaph in Akron, Ohio, reads a simple but profound, A.W. Tozer, Man of God. Thank you to Compelling Truth for the use of their written biographies. Please visit compellingtruth.org for more information. Compelling Truth, presenting the truth of the Christian faith in a compelling, relevant, and practical way. Compellingtruth.org. I first heard of A.W. Tozer from one of those old email chains that people used to pass around. It was full of really good quotes from him, and I couldn't deny his message of digging deeper and giving God his just due. Uh, his book, The Pursuit of God, is really powerful and I highly recommend it. A few quotes from Tozer here, a Pharisee is hard on others and easy on himself, but a spiritual man is easy on others and hard on himself. Another one here is, the Bible recognizes no faith that does not lead to obedience, nor does it recognize any obedience that does not spring from faith. The two are at opposite sides of the same coin. Well, that does it for this episode. Would you do me a huge favor? And would you share this with someone, uh, whether that's on social media or email it to a friend? That just helps us to reach more people and get it out there. Hey, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with many more episodes coming very soon. And until then, I'd like to leave you with this scripture from 1 Corinthians 10, 24. Nobody should seek his own good, but the good of others.